previously on Find Laws, Don't Judge Me. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a question that has come up in regards to the new Texas abortion law. Because, and we will talk about this a bit on Sidebar next week. Ooh. But it seems, yeah, doing a teaser this time. Uh, but it's been pointed out that this law was written in such a way that it kind of avoids judicial review. So we'll talk about that next time. Welcome to Sidebar. In case you missed it, on September 18th, the Washington Post published an op-ed by a San Antonio doctor named Alan Braid entitled, Why I Violated Texas's, that's hard to say, Texas Extreme Abortion Ban. <laughs> Is it Texas or Texas? I don't even care. <laughs> Isn't it Texas? I don't know. It's yeah, written I violated Texas's. Texas's yeah, so that means we leave it in. <laughs> Um, Not long after, the first two lawsuits by, quote, citizen enforcers under the new Texas abortion law were filed. And what I want to talk about today is the two people who filed these lawsuits, because ironically, both were filed by out-of-state attorneys who are currently not allowed to practice law and who both don't seem to care that much about the (laughs) pro-life movement. (laughs) Oh, great. (laughs) <laughs> Great. Are you guys ready? <laughs> oh, I, I was born ready. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, let's hear so it. As, <laughs> so as folks have probably heard, uh, the new law in Texas bars enforcement by state officials, which many view as a method of avoiding judicial review, which we talked about in our previous episode. And, you know, to quote the movie Dodgeball, which I do way too much, um, it's a bold strategy, Cotton, and we'll see how it works out for <laughs> Well, so far it has. (laughs) Yeah. And so, yeah, I wanted to talk about this today because, first of all, it it is um, pretty big news that now we have two um, citizen lawsuits that have been filed under this law, which was allowed to take effect by the Supreme Court earlier this month. And honestly, I I think these guys are probably the heroes we deserve. (laughs) And (laughs) and you'll, (laughs) you'll you can. You can take that however you want it. (laughs) (laughs) So the first lawsuit that I want to talk about was filed by Oscar Stilley of Arkansas, a self-described, quote, disbarred and disgraced former Arkansas lawyer who is currently on house arrest. He is serving year 12 of 15 for tax evasion and conspiracy (laughs) convictions. Wow. (laughs) And this is all in in his complaint. He calls himself a disbarred and disgraced former lawyer in his own complaint. Your move, Rudy Giuliani. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I just, I can feel someone out there saying, hold my beer. (laughs) And, uh, I just, there's so much that we could talk about with this complaint. He also gave some really brilliant quotes to Jenna green over at Reuters. So I want to give another shout out to Jenna who, Gave us the phrase bench slap, which I used in our copyright troll episode. And yeah, she got some quotes from this guy that are pure gold. Um, So he told he told Jenna Green at Reuters that he couldn't sleep one night and got to thinking about SB8, which is the Senate Bill 8 um, name for the Texas abortion statute, which he believes was crafted to avoid judicial review. And it made me mad. He said, anybody can bring these lawsuits. Don't matter that I'm disbarred out of state. I don't even know who this woman is. I get to do this. I've got nothing to lose but the $295 filing fee. And 
I think not one to miss an opportunity. He also used his complaint that he filed in Texas to shine a spotlight on his tax evasion conviction oh, nice. and his book entitled Busting the Feds, which I guess now I have also promoted for him. So you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I might read it. I'm, I'm intrigued. So far, this guy is pretty on point. I mean, he hasn't said uh, yeah. anything wrong. Like. He's right. Well, <laughs> and I just, oh, his complaint is so fun. In in the first section, which typically outlines who the parties are and why they have decided to sue, paragraphs one and two pertain to the Texas abortion statute, but three through seven are all about his own criminal case. And it seems that he's making the point that Senate Bill 8 gives any person, including someone who is technically a felon, um, the right to sue. I think that's the point he's making. Not exactly sure on that. <laughs> um, uh, I pulled a couple of quotes from his complaint that I just I just love. So I will regale you guys with those right now. Plaintiff is currently on home confinement on utterly fraudulent federal charges of tax evasion and conspiracy. <laughs> I just want to note tax evasion and conspiracy are both in quotes in his complaint. <laughs> I'm not really sure why. So I guess I should have said <laughs> federal charges of tax evasion and conspiracy. If that is their real names. <laughs> exactly. Or whatever they call themselves. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> all of which repeatedly changed and morphed away from the purported grand jury, grand jury indictment to whatever new theory the government chose to espouse at a given time. So. He's, he's a little salty about his conviction. And, you know, I'd be salty if I had a 12 conviction, 12 years too. hasn't given him time to <laughs> enough time to cool down, I guess. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, another one that I liked, I just really like the very thinly veiled sarcasm in this part. Um, plaintiff on the morning of September 20th, 2021, placed a call to the Office of, Deve- of Defendants, that would be Dr. Braid, to inquire whether or not defendant might repent of his ideology as well as his deeds and agree never to perform another abortion contrary to enactments of the Texas legislature. Plaintiff wasn't able to secure any such agreement despite respectful efforts. <laughs> well, clearly he tried his best. That's a new that's a new so way to approach a discovery, I guess. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, and, and finally, my absolute favorite <laughs> is plaintiff, despite all his legal troubles, is not an officer or employee of any state or local government entity of the great Good. state of Texas. <laughs> I, I also read an article <laughs> where he basically said that uh, he was also just doing this for the bounty that you get in a successful Yeah, yeah it is right. It's important to point out that um, yeah, these, these quote, citizen enforcement lawsuits, they, if you win, you could get $10,000. Uh, in his complaint, he asks for a hundred thousand, but he did say in an interview that 10,000 would be fine too. <laughs> and he, he told the, the New York times, I'm not pro-life. The thing I'm trying to vindicate here is the law. And also get $10,000. He's on house arrest. He's bored. He wants to. <laughs> Try and help people figure out the constitutionality of a law. I'm not mad about any of this. I'm really not. <laughs> like it's 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 highly entertaining, and I do think that he has some valid points. And ten grand goes a long way when you can't leave the house. What's yeah, you gonna spend it on anyway. I don't know. That's that's a lot of Amazon Absolutely. Prime stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Um, so the other the other plaintiff. 
um, hasn't been as communicative with the press from what I can tell, but it, um, the other complaint was filed by Felipe Gomez of Illinois, who is currently under a two year suspension for quote, a pattern of sending harassing and threatening communications to (laughs) other lawyers. Yes. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the context is of that. But the thing I do want to do a shout out to him for is that his complaint is a grand total of two pages, and I love it. <laughs> Maybe he'll harass us <laughs> I now. Mean, the, <laughs> I, I hope so. That'd be fun. Um, <laughs> and it, yeah, including the signature page. It, this thing is two pages. Um, in in his complaint, he calls the Texas law illegal as written and moves for the court to declare the act unconstitutional and in violation of Roe v. Wade. <sighs> so. <laughs> Needless to say, these two plaintiffs are not exactly the the people that the pro-life organizations were probably hoping for uh, to be citizen enforcers. Um, several pro-life organizations have said that both cases are self-serving legal stunts. And, you know, that's kind of the fun part. The statute doesn't care. There's nothing in it that says someone has to be a true believer in any particular side of the abortion debate for them to sue under the law. So it will be interesting to see how this shakes but out. Does the fact that he wrote in his complaint, he wants them, he, that he wrote in his complaint that he's asking the court to find the law unconstitutional and overturn it versus I am suing this doctor for the money and then just leaving it, you know, does that, does that lead to him, to his lawsuit getting laughed out of the court by a judge? I mean, yeah, my instinct would be not exactly like it's you can you can ask the court for whatever you want. It's whether they're going to give it to you. Do the two do the Yeah. Do the two parties have to be in disagreement in a lawsuit or can I sue Joe for one (laughs) dollar for if if Joe agrees with me that he is the most foul, objectionable person Oh my goodness. Wow. We're, we're getting. I should have known you'd be the on this show, Andy. Well, <laughs> I kind of thought it would be me, but I think it was you all let, along. Let me wipe my tear away and answer here. <laughs> Actually, you can sue now for a dollar. There was a Supreme Court decision on this mm-hmm. earlier that's, this term. That's true. Um, yeah, so you can sue for nominal damages now. I don't think that's necessarily what's happening here. I'd have to read his complaint to know that for sure, and I haven't read his complaint, so I have no idea. But yeah, typically you do have to be on opposite sides. You have to want something that the other side isn't giving you, or else there's no point in the lawsuit. Um, but he clearly wants something from the court. It's just not yeah. exactly what the Texas legislature intended. Thanks for listening to Sidebar from Fine Laws Don't Judge Me. We'll be releasing these every other week between our full-length episodes. Please subscribe to, rate, and review our show wherever you listen to podcasts. And if there's a topic you'd like to hear us cover, send us an email at finelawpodcasts at thompsonreuters.com. Previously on Fine Laws Don't Judge Me. (laughs) I didn't know you were going to do that, but I really like it. Yeah, we could put in a little a little clip of my teaser from the last episode. I like that a lot.